Welcome to Manners and Madness, a Jane Austen and David Lynch podcast. My name is Maya Adkins. And I'm Christian Cabrera. And today we are covering Death Comes to Pemberley, episode one. Mmm, a murder mystery. (laughs) Perfect blend of spooky and exciting. I know. I was watching it today and I was like, this is exactly what I want to watch right now. (laughs) I agree. I was, uh, like I told you before we started recording, I don't know if it was the lighting or something, but it gave me like big Pride, Prejudice, and Zombie vibes. Um, (laughs) And I was like, this is perfect for this time of year. Exactly (laughs) what I wanted. Yeah, this is kicking off our Halloween specials. I mean, Halloween (laughs) programming. Program. Yes, Halloween I think, schedule. <laughs> I was thinking that we did Jane Austen last year, but I think it was actually two years ago. And last year we did Carnival of Souls and right. Oh, uh, yeah, yep, you're right. And that one, um, <laughs> oh gosh, what's it called? That movie about the people on the Irish island or whatever. Oh yeah, Wicker Man. <laughs> Wicker Man. <laughs> For some reason, that was not going to come. Was, I was like, is it called The Island? <laughs> I've been thinking about Carnival of Souls a lot. It's one of my favorites. So it's just it's we're getting one. to that time of year where I, mm-hmm. I love a good classic horror movie. But we're doing Death mm-hmm. Comes to Pemberley. We're back on the Jane Austen side this time. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're jumping back over. I mean, who knew that we had two different things that could contribute to Jane Austen Halloween time. Well, actually, we could have done a Pride and Prejudice and Zombies as a Halloween one, but we did it in the middle of summer. So that's three. Oh, Jibby. Oh, I mean, we gosh. counted Northanger Abbey as a Halloween episode. Right, because it was gothic and sort of murder mystery a little bit. <laughs> I thought I All was getting head. a little bit of Northanger Abbey vibes from this Especially at the end, there was some sort of music that was playing, and I was like, okay, this is directly Mm -hmm. from your Abbey. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, definitely. There's a lot. It's no, it's a whodunit. Yeah. And I'm interested to see which, maybe if I'm right, because I already have a guess. I already have a theory, (laughs) of course. Well, this came out in like 2013, and I haven't, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've watched it except for the when it first came out. I don't think I've seen it since then. So I was watching it and I was like, I remember very, very little about this. Like, I remember that <laughs> Lydia and Wickham are in this and that's <laughs> the only thing I remember about it. <laughs> I love them though. And, um, <laughs> but as it was going, I was like, you know, trying to solve the mystery. And I think mm-hmm. I came up with who I think it is at the very end. But then I was like, but given that I have seen it, it could be a spoiler. Like, maybe I just know in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. But So I'm really interested to see what you have to say because I'll be like, that's what I think for. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen because I feel like in this episode, we're kind of being led one way. I don't know if it's being like, if it's one of those things where they're like, making it seem like oh this is a red herring or trying to make you think this way or if it's uh-huh. actually what's happening so yeah there was a lot of I don't know. potential red herrings because i was like there's no way the person who we most think it is at the very beginning is right. gonna be the person who it is <laughs> right right and i'm like maybe wickham did do it because he's pure evil and maybe he should be a friend for it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should have done lost in austin first because only because it's a retelling of Pride and Prejudice, and in that mm-hmm. one, Wickham is 
not the nefarious villain that you think he is. And so I've always oh. kind of thought of Wickham a little differently since I saw that one. But this That's one cool. had so many pieces, people in the cast that I was like, I know you. I know you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. The guy who plays Wickham was in Downton Abbey in the last oh. two seasons? No, maybe? He was I think also so. in Discovery of Witches. I was like, I know oh. you. You're a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> He was Mary's second husband who and likes detect- race cars. Oh, Matthew Good, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. And I also was thinking we shouldn't do notes maybe until the last episode because we don't want to be spoiled. Just That's so a good idea. Because we're doing this one, we're recording it over a shortened time period, which I'm excited about because I don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's going to eat at me too much and I'm just going to have to watch ahead if we didn't have to do it all once. Yeah. But I did do some preliminary IMDb, just looking at the cast. And the guy mm-hmm. who's the detective is also from Discovery <gasps> of Witches. He looked very familiar to me. I think once we're done, I'm going to look at his IMDb and be like, who are you? <laughs> Where do I well, know you from? I feel like I literally just saw him in something. So mm-hmm. I was I looked through his IMDb and I couldn't figure out what I was thinking it was, but he was also in Discovery of Witches. Mm. So he's giving me like pirate vibes. And I don't know if that's because his hair is very long, but <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. pirate thing have I seen recently? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're, we've no. <laughs> been watching um, Our Flag Needs Death and that has a lot of British people in it. And I'm like, maybe that's where I know him from. But no, I guess we'll have to, to see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out on the last episode. That's the mystery of this podcast. <laughs> Where yeah. do I know him from? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So we're not doing notes, but I do have mm-hmm. quite a bit. Is there? Well, what else do you have for first impressions? I don't. I just was uh, kind of excited to get back into the Pride and Prejudice people. I was glad that we got the parents and... Yes, yes. They haven't changed a bit. (laughs) Of course. And Georgiana, I like how she's kind of playing a bigger role in this storyline. And she's kind of a great Mm -hmm. character. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if it's just me, but... Oh gosh, I'm gonna be really bad with names. But the guy, one of the guys who's like vying for Georgiana, the one who's like a Londoner, to me, I was like, is he related to Bingley? Because he looks just like him to me. <laughs> He's from Grantchester. I was like, I know you oh. too. <laughs> <laughs> he looked he looked just like Bingley to me. I was like, he does. I guess I they this family has a type and friends and lovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he, they were saying that he was friends with the Bingleys. He was. You're right. You're right. Right. So, right. <laughs> which <laughs> I can't really remember sad. if they show up in this. I'm thinking they might not. It might just be who we have, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, I, w- I would not, I feel like out of all the sisters, Jane would definitely be invited to the ball. And oh, of I'm course, sure they're Li- all invited. Of course, Lydia would crush. She's the worst. Yeah, I guess if it's, I mean, maybe they'll all show up because I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. But yeah, I enjoyed it. And I feel like there are a lot of people that I'm going to be looking through IMDb's at the end because I'm like, I feel like I recognize a lot of these people. And I don't know if it's just British people kind of look the same to me, but... No, it's because British people are are in everything. (laughs) (laughs) If it's British, they're all in it. (laughs) Every British actor has the longest IMDb on Earth because they are in so much. (laughs) (laughs) 
well but yeah that's kind of all of my first impressions i'm just excited to see where it goes yeah me too me too okay well we start off and right off the bat it's like this is gorgeous (laughs) (laughs) we are in the mansion of all mansions (laughs) i know the whole first part of the episode i was going god it's so beautiful and i'm like well it is pemberley (laughs) i know i was thinking the whole time while we're going through it i was like there must be like a staff of a (laughs) hundred because there was like there was like at least like what 15 people in the kitchen yeah it was crazy and they were just like cleaning (laughs) preparing some stuff yeah and their their clothing was also simplistic but like i don't know it all Mm -hmm. kind of felt like it matched but it was really fun to to see elizabeth in like now as the master of this huge house and like know where she came from so i like that aspect of it yeah i like the new elizabeth that we're getting i mean i i say new as in like she's new to me but she's just like more mature uh uh-huh more yes. mature. <laughs> yeah, like she hasn't, like she's just like, you know, she's Elizabeth. She doesn't let the rich riches get to her head. She's not being like demanding or rude. She's just kind of like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have a lot of comments about her, but my main observation of Elizabeth is that obviously she's going to have to solve this crime. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I feel like this is um, A, her worst nightmare, but B, like her most desired fantasy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, to, is to be a detective. <laughs> okay, well, we, so we start off not with any of the Fitzwilliam, Darcy. God, how, how many household. Fitzwilliams are we going to have? three within the first nine minutes <laughs> i know i was like wait <laughs> wait a minute but before we ever even meet any of those we have some girls in their um you know kitchen clothes mm-hmm. they're going out into the woods and there's a lot of screaming and cooper oh, yeah. my dog was like what's going on i don't like this screaming coming from the television <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why he's so scared of kids it's because he's like they're screaming all the time it could be, it could be. And we also get like a little red herring of a Darcy gravestone, unless that comes back in. So mm-hmm. we'll have to remember, probably will, considering it's like one of the first things we see that always right. comes back in. If I know mm-hmm. bones. <laughs> I was say, it's always within the first, like what, five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we, we go to the Pemberley Manor and there's like a lot of hustle and bustle and... Mm-hmm. Master Fitzwilliam is very cute and lovey, and it's like, oh, Regency child raised, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's very sweet and, like, mischievous in the most innocent way. Yeah. And we can tell that Elizabeth still seems to love Pemberley, which Mm -hmm. I appreciate. And (laughs) the girls are talking. They come back in. Russian, which I guess she's down inspecting the kitchen kitchen, or she's looking Mm -hmm. at the food and the girls come in and they're like there's a ghost in the woods (laughs) (laughs) miss miss miley's ghost (laughs) and they have to get a thimble full of brandy each (laughs) (laughs) a lot of uh brandy in this episode i feel like people (laughs) (laughs) i feel like there should be a drinking game with this first episode it's like take a shot of brandy every time they say brandy and (laughs) you'll be very drunk by the end of the episode (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know what my particular brand of English television tells me about English people, but a lot about <laughs> they cannot deal with emotions. They have to be yep. drugged into submission. Yes. <laughs> you won't talk about it. You will be medicated and you will move on. <laughs> and when you're not, you are completely hysterical. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you're contained or you lose it. <laughs> Uh, well, we finally meet Darcy. He comes in pretty hot, like yeah, screaming. All pissy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, don't be screaming at Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, but we can tell that they're still in love, and mm-hmm. it's really nice to see them as a happy family. I like that aspect mm-hmm. of getting a sequel to Pride and Prejudice. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in the middle of writing her a love letter, so <laughs> <laughs> so clearly, I mean, he wasn't actually that upset. He was just doing it for show. Well, there you go. That's Darcy. Well, that I don't know. Is that Darcy for you? Maybe that's the new improved Darcy. Less yeah. emo. <laughs> well, we just know that deep down it's not he's not really as but he has to maintain appearances, you know. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we also meet the stable master. I don't know if he's the stable master. It seems like it but then but isn't he's also he also polishing silver so i don't know i was like is he the butler but like would the butler be responsible for saddling horses i don't know english you know i'm not sure employees. it seems kind of like maybe he does a couple things like because we find out that his son is sick so maybe he's doing both right. jobs or something oh that could be but he seems kind of suspicious from the get-go to me does he not seem a little suspicious? a little bit but like my first thought was like, what would be his like uh, his game for causing controversy and all that? Um, well, but I just think he they're does... trying to make everyone seem a little suspicious. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. We don't even know what's going on and we're already yeah. suspicious. <laughs> it's those like crime shows where they're like, it could be anyone, even if you may, aren't connected to the person. <laughs> yeah, the person you least suspect. <laughs> and then we meet Georgiana and we find out mm-hmm. that she is in love with someone and a little bit sad. <laughs> Sounds very always. Georgiana to me. Right <laughs> <laughs> on bar. But with who is the question, at least mm. in the beginning? I think we Colonel <laughs> Fitzwilliam, our third Fitzwilliam in nine minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We pretty much know that it's not him from the beginning. Do we? <laughs> Do well, we? I mean, he was my guess. He's not the one that she likes. You know? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying the murderer. I was like, well, oh, he, oh, is, oh. <laughs> he is my, he's who they're telling me. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's, That's my guesses. <laughs> so, yeah, from the very beginning of the sh- the episode, we Elizabeth seems very aware of everything that's going on. She's got, like, mm-hmm. her detective eye on. She's, like, standing in the middle and listening to all the conversations around her. <laughs> Collecting information. <laughs> and she's talking to Fitzwilliam, and she's like, how do I put this delicately, Fitzy? She's just not that into you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if only he would just take a hint. He doesn't really seem to want to get the hint. But I think he... Right. Well, there is... He does also make that comment about, like, some... It was, like... I don't remember what the exact wording is, but it was very much along the lines of, like, oh, like, women fall in love after they get married. (laughs) And she was, like, or before, maybe. (laughs) Oh, Fitzwilliam. You could have had Elizabeth back in the day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so then Elizabeth goes to visit the sick son. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know that we really find out what's wrong with him, but he seems bedridden. No. But yeah. not like totally incapacitated. Out of it. Yeah. I th- it looks more like like a weakness, like he's malnourished or maybe like a de- like a vitamin deficiency or something. Yeah, maybe. Because maybe. he's still there. He's just like, can't really, he's not strong, I guess, or something. He can't really walk or something. Yeah. Very sad. Oh, uh, yeah. It seems like Elizabeth is very much, I was going to say she's like the estate psychiatrist, but more like she's the estate soother in chief. So she has to like, yes, <laughs> make sure everyone's feelings are calmed down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me visit everyone and tell them they're going to be okay. <laughs> Oh, I wrote, this is really beautiful. Well, that's Beverly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like this, like, um, when she got dropped off at their cottage, it was like this fairy tale cottage where she has to hop across on some stones across the river mm-hmm. to get to the front door. And I yeah. was like, where are we? Yeah. And when she's leaving, she's following this really pretty river. And then mm-hmm. she sees a ghost. <laughs> or is it a ghost? <laughs> but not really a ghost. <laughs> Just uh, a cat, a cat lady. She hissed at her. <laughs> <laughs> I think I recognize her too, but I didn't look her up. Same. Because I kind of forgot about her by the time I was doing the IMDb, which means she's probably the killer. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the motive? <laughs> Who is she? But that's when things start to get spooky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we meet Henry Alveston. And we see who Georgiana likes for real. Oh, yeah. He's like a a blonde Bingley. <laughs> yeah, he's got the floppy hair. <laughs> <laughs> Puppy dog eyes. <laughs> and right behind him is Mr. And Mrs. Bennett. And of course. I was like, never change Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> nope. <laughs> She's like the one person who actually is doing dialogue from Pride and Precious. <laughs> Like, oh, is she? <laughs> she's just saying the exact same thing she's been saying for years. <laughs> I mean, I, I can see that. <laughs> so you're just saying the same thing. <laughs> and then, whoa, we meet Denny. I was like, Denny? Uh, Denny? Denny. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yelling at Wickham. And we see Lydia. And I love Jenna Coleman. So Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's great. But she, I was like, what is this like? look she's giving me it's she looks like a pirate almost because it was like her hair was like super curly ringlets almost and she had this like red flourishy outfit on with like this white feathery stuff it was very piratey to me i wonder if she was trying to do like a red coat thing because uh that's what it almost looked like too and i mean i don't know she's married to wickham so maybe she feels like a pirate Mistress surprise, surprise. I didn't really notice what she was wearing. <laughs> Mr. Bennett fa- immediately finds his happy place, which is hidden in the library where no one can find it. <laughs> yes, lock the door. <laughs> and I, this is around where I noticed, oh, Wickham, I know him. He's a vampire. And <laughs> Alveston is the Grantchester guy. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because Mrs. Bennett, it's like no one ever clued her in about Wickham's villainy, which you would think by now yeah. she would have like gotten a little hint like, Ma, don't you know what happened? <laughs> right. Or I mean, like she has no ill will at all towards how like him and Lydia went down, how it was so like scandalous and everything. And I don't know. I guess yeah. maybe they're, they're hiding his villainy for Georgiana's sake. 
Well, I mean, she's most aware of it of anyone. <laughs> no, I meant like hiding it because maybe she told them to keep it oh, secret oh, or because it kind of seems like the only people who know are the three of them, Georgiana, Elizabeth and Darcy and Colonel Vista Williams. Somehow. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Somehow he <Right>. knows. <laughs> uh, during this scene, I don't, somebody goes, I don't even know who it was. I, it might've been Alveston. He goes, don't make me sing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> Mrs. Bennett was talking on and on about Wickham and Lydia and how they should be coming and blah, blah, blah. And then for Georgiana's sake, they were like, uh, what about the piano? <laughs> <laughs> don't make me sing. <laughs> oh, we see. Okay, then Lydia and Wickham are in the carriage and... Mm-hmm. Denny runs off, and then Wickham runs off, and we, uh, I don't even know if we hear a shot, but Mm-mm. we, get a we cut. just see the, the carriage running, <laughs> hell for leather, and we hear Lydia screaming. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me laugh because uh, Darcy looks out the window, he's like, oh, he's going so fast, he's going to turn over. And like we look out and he's not going that fast. <laughs> like there's not smoke behind him, but all you hear is Lydia like screaming the whole time. <laughs> I know. I was like, is, is she screaming because they're going fast or are they going fast because she's screaming? <laughs> right. <laughs> is she scaring the horses? <laughs> yeah. She's pretty hysterical and her dad cures her by slapping her. <laughs> said, that shouldn't make me laugh so much, but it really made me laugh. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's Lydia, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I said Darcy, appropriately, I guess, is a little much. <laughs> like, he's just so... Mm-hmm. Meh. I'm so mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, because if Lydia's near, that means Wickham is somewhere. Yeah. And he's and he's probably like, Ugh, what a burden. <laughs> and he's already, like, not Mrs. Bennett's favorite person. And I feel like this scene makes it clear that Lydia is just 100% a Mrs. Bennett younger version. <laughs> yes. The, the fact that they both had to be sedated. <laughs> <laughs> Does Darcy say, let's hope he died in a duel? <laughs> no, that, that was Mrs. Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, was, she was like, at least he would die with honor. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then Colonel Fitzwilliam, oh, who had left mysteriously before this. Yeah, a night ride, apparently. Evening ride. Hmm. And I said, I don't think I like you either. <laughs> yeah, because he said something like, I need some fresh air before bed. And my first thought was, open a window. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> Go so... walk outside. <laughs> exactly. He's a weirdo. He gives me weird feelings. Yeah. And then we meet someone <laughs> who we know very well for this podcast. Mr. Hanky mm-hmm. from Sanditon. He's not right, Mr. right. I was like, what's his name? I always think of Mr. Hanky, so that's all I can remember. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, though. Yes. <laughs> Hankins? Is it Hankins? Hank- it might be Hankins. <laughs> but uh, did you recognize him? Because I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I sort he of do. Look like the same. I, I, hold on. Let me check. Sanditon, Sanditon. <laughs> Was he in season one? He was in both seasons. <gasps> He's the like the reverend priest guy. Right. 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 You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. I know exactly who we're talking about. <laughs> anyway, it was nice to see him. And 
Okay, so Darcy around this time has been kind of very mopey, like, uh, why does these people have to be in my life? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're kind of the one mainly responsible for them all being in your life because <laughs> you fixed their marriage so you could marry their sister. So, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we get a spooky thunderstorm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, of course, one is rolling in. And that's when they go out and they find Wickham. And the fact that he's admitting to killing him right off the bat definitely proves that he's not responsible. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, And I actually, I was at this point, I was like, I really should watch this at night because it's Mm. dark and spooky. I mean, it wasn't stormy. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I don't know who. Somebody's supposed to tell Lydia something, but I was like, nobody's going to tell Lydia anything because she's drugged to unconsciousness. <laughs> right. I think it was maybe that they found him and that he, oh, yeah, yeah. he was knocked out. Yeah. Both Lydia and Wickham just love to yell at the top of their lungs. <laughs> Seriously. Which is not a trait I love. <laughs> and, oh, yep. I even wrote the same thing you did. Henry looks like a Bingley. <laughs> <laughs> He just has that look. And then they drug Wickham too. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they clean his face, which was like a weird thing for me because I'm like, if he's admitting to the murder, maybe we should leave him as B. But then also I'm like, what is the, co- uh, I was a constable. What is the magistrate going to do about blood being on his face? <laughs> well, you're not going to study ma- it. <laughs> yeah. The magistrate comes in all, why did you touch the body? And I'm like, don't even pretend like forensics was a thing. <laughs> right. I was, was like, not. what are you, you going to dust it for fingerprints? Or <laughs> <laughs> There was like a comment too, where they were like, um, or he asked, he asked the doctor, he was like, is there a way that we can tell one's blood from another? And he was like, <laughs> no, that would be like playing God or whatever. And I was like, we'll give it a couple hundred more years. <laughs> We'll never, never, never know how to do that. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Before they do go get the magistrate, though, some Darcy makes Elizabeth cry. I don't know if it's really him making her cry, but I said, don't you make Elizabeth cry. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. He better watch it. (laughs) You're on thin ice, mister. (laughs) Okay. And so then Hardcastle, a very magisterial magistrate Mm -hmm. name. It's appropriate mm-hmm. name. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're hard people and they live in the castle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and we get like a little flashback of the Pride and Prejudice. Oh, yeah. Where Wickham's a little bit more like his hair is a little more coiffed. He looks a little cleaner. <laughs> He's putting on that facade. <laughs> they put on the beauty filters. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth everything out. <laughs> Elizabeth's hair is down. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's got a headband on too because she's young. <laughs> She's young. She's in love. (laughs) But not with Darcy yet. Not yet. Okay, so we meet Hardcastle. And uh, the only thing I can think the whole time is this guy really needs to brush his hair. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, well, I guess to be fair, they did kind of barge into his house at like the middle of the night. But true. We'll have to see the next episode if he cleans himself up. Well, I mean, he did put it up in like a ponytail, but it was like the messiest ponytail. It was like maybe (laughs) half of it in the ponytail. (laughs) Oh, sir. Get a brush. Yeah. 
But, I mean, we know only Elizabeth can solve this crime. <laughs> of course. They should just contract her to do it. <laughs> and she's getting a clue in the middle of the night when she sees mm-hmm. Colonel Fitzwilliam mm-hmm. burning something in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. What could he possibly be burning? Something suspicious, so no doubt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they go check the carriage. They find some money in a hat. I didn't really write anything down because I was like, I don't feel like it matters, but maybe it does. I don't know. It was like, um, I I was curious about, I don't know anything about the specifics about money back then. I mean, it looked just like a lot of like loose leaf notebook paper to me, but uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, but basically the magistrate was like, if we can trace this money back to Denny, then we know that. Again, Stop pretending there's forensics. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, wait, how are you? Is his name going to be on the back of it? Like, I don't understand <laughs> how you're going to know whose money it is. I don't know. Uh, and so, oh, and then we learn why the Hardcastles and the Darcys don't like each other. And it's mm-hmm. pretty tragic. Yeah, it's They're, really grim. They, a young boy gets caught poaching i think on the darcy land and they turn him in thinking you know he's just gonna get like a slap on the wrist and they hang him yeah (laughs) i was like oh my god and proving that darcy and wickham were friends as young children they sneak in to watch it and i'm like well there's your trauma right there buddies Um, (laughs) (laughs) no wonder one is evil and one is super emotional (laughs) (laughs) and then the boy's mother also kills herself Ugh. and she is now supposedly the ghost in the woods. Yes, Mrs. Riley's ghost. <laughs> I said, it's got to be the ghost lady. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Elizabeth saw that a the supposed ghost from earlier mm-hmm. and it was a real woman. And I think, did she get her Bless hat or blood. something? She yeah, well, she dropped, she uh, the lady dropped her hat and so she picks it up and then the lady like, Snatched it from her and then like kissed at her and ran away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is a feral woods woman. (laughs) (laughs) She's a witch. (laughs) A woods witch. (laughs) Lydia is just the worst, but she makes me laugh so much. Me too. (laughs) I feel like this is one of the few portrayals in which she's really horrible, but I just, maybe it's because I love Jenna Coleman so much, but... Normally, I'm just like, oh, Lydia, but she cracks me up. (laughs) Yes, she is almost up to Mary from a persuasion level of, like, (laughs) ridiculousness. But, like, there's just not enough there to make her, like, super likable, in my opinion. But the whole, like, you know, oh, they're just going to question Wickham. Like, here, you need to eat stuff, strengthen up. And she takes a bite (laughs) and she's crying and she's like, I'm not even hungry. And then she keeps eating. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Very <laughs> I kind of get it. <laughs> uh, and Georgiana the whole time is following her around, like Lydia, you can't. And I'm right. like, she's already married to him. You know, she's a lost cause. <laughs> right. I was like, you're not going to save her. <laughs> <laughs> but I do feel sorry for Georgiana because a lot of trauma. She doesn't have a lot of choices in her own life, it seems like, even though she should. And everyone's like, yes, Mm -hmm. of course you do. But, like, she's so, I guess, traumatized. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, ugh. (sighs) 
very traumatic thing to go through. And of course, for it all to be thrown back in her face when yeah. they come unexpectedly. I said, I don't know who to trust. Fitzwilliam, I don't care for you. Hardcastle, mm-hmm. nope, don't like you either. <laughs> He's weird. And then I wrote, I fought the law and the law won. <laughs> <laughs> That should be the last song on the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) But the last song, and this was a very Northanger Abbey song. Mm -hmm. And I said, I missed that movie. I need to watch it again. (laughs) It was a good one. I just love the 80s-ness of it. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Well, that's all there is for that episode. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite part? Ooh, favorite part. There, there are a lot of good parts of this episode. I would say, I think my favorite is, mm, I think it's when Lydia is like, first comes in and she's hysterical. And then Miss <laughs> Bennett is also hysterical because Lydia's hysterical. And she's yeah. like, maybe he died in a duel. Like thinking <laughs> that'll make her feel better for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I really I did enjoy part. all of the like unexpected laugh moments where mm-hmm. people were just over the top. And it's like, how Jane Austen should make you laugh, you know, when it's like over the top (laughs) ridiculousness. But it's also, I liked the kind of like the murder mystery feel of it. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I really did enjoy like Elizabeth kind of being the Mm -hmm. mistress of her domain and having all her family and, you know, you know, knowing that she's going to solve the crime. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I I don't know. I, I like the sequel aspect of it. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't like give off like the vibe of being like, this is a sequel to the story that right. you know best. It's just like almost right. like super, it's like very natural in the way that it's done. And it just, you get right into it and you're like, oh, these are what they've been up to in the past few years. Yeah. It's like when your favorite TV show does like a weird holiday episode, mm-hmm. like out of season. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, perfect. This is exactly yep. what I wanted. <laughs> Exactly. And it's a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think I'm going to, at the end of every episode, I'm going to be like, this is my guest on this episode. Okay. And well, I guess for the next two episodes, because by the third one, we'll know who did it. But I get my guest for this episode is Colonel Fitzwilliam. He's very suspicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought of a fact from the beginning of the, sh- the episode Mm-hmm. That we didn't really talk about during this. I'm, this is when okay. I was watching it. But I thought, I bet that is something to do with it. Hmm. But I don't know if I should say it because I'm afraid that I'll be giving something away. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we'll talk about all that at the end and just be like, this is what I thought. And Now I want to talk about the thing that we missed talking about, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, at this point, it could it could be Elizabeth. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth of all the people. <laughs> it could be a uh, little Master Fitzwilliam. <laughs> you never know. It could be Jane hiding in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for ruining my sisters. <laughs> I'm definitely though gonna say that this ghost woman will be playing into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see what that's all about. This feral yep. woods woman. We don't start with a ghostly woods woman and not, you know, mm-hmm. it's Chekhov's ghost in the woods. 
<laughs> I agree. I, I do. I am interested to see where we go with that storyline, just because I'm like, it has to play into the murder. So yeah, let's see. Should we sort someone? Sure. Hmm. Do you want to do like one of the main characters or do you want to do kind of like a newer side character? Ooh, maybe we should do side characters. Okay. Let's do, let's do, Um. oh my gosh, the, the head maid lady. The head? Oh my gosh, we can't do her. I don't know anything about her. We can't learn anything about her. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I meant by side people. I was thinking like Hardcastle or Alvarez or whatever his name is, Alveston <laughs> or Alvarez. maybe Colonel Fitzwilliam. <laughs> <laughs> let's do Hardcastle because I feel like he kind of gives you right off the bat everything you need to know about him. Okay. Although I feel like we're going to get like a softer side to him. Maybe he'll brush his hair and we'll be like, oh, maybe he's not as horrible as we thought. <laughs> maybe he was also scarred by the death of the young boy because it was his right. dad, not him, who did it. Right. And maybe he was just woken up in the middle of the night and was like, I'm grumpy because I'm sleeping. True. He could have been half in his cups. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Ooh. Okay. Well, we'll get to it. First off, <laughs> astrology. <laughs> okay, he's got to be like like a Saturn rule sign, like Capricorn or Aquarius, or maybe like, he could be like a Taurus or like an Earth sign, I think, but... Okay. Are, um, are Capricorns like very determined and very like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like they have like a goal in mind and they follow it through. Yes. Yes, definitely. Okay. Although I would say Taurus probably does too, but like okay. more stubbornly going against it. Well, I think <gasps> mm. a Capricorn is more like a, I will follow all the steps I need to get to the place I need to go. So I think it could be either, uh, but. I like Taurus more just because he seems so fixated on it being Wickham and being like, yeah. well, I only have a murder weapon, but it's definitely him somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Which was surprising considering how much he was like, Ooh, forensics, forensics. And he's like, well, I'm just going right. to follow the easiest, most basic assumption. And right. <laughs> <laughs> so I like Taurus. That's a good one. And yeah, very okay. like, he comes off as very like headstrong and stuff like that. So. Yeah, definitely. He butts heads with Darcy. <laughs> uh, I guess lawful. We don't really know whether he's good or evil. So maybe lawful neutral for now. Yeah. Yeah, neutral because, you know, he only he only can work with the information he's given. <laughs> <laughs> he's honestly one of the first characters that I was like, oh, this guy, I, is he in a David Lynch movie? Like, <laughs> the actor looks like he could be in a David Lynch movie for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking that he looks like, um, did you watch Our Flag Means Death? Yeah. You know, is his name Stead? Stead? Steed. Steve, his the guy who plays his father. That's who I'm thinking he is, but I don't think that's him. <laughs> I don't. I can't picture that person in my head. But that's what I was thinking. That's not him. I keep thinking that he's Robert De Niro. <laughs> like, there's a, <laughs> no. some Robert De Niro part that I'm like, I can see this guy playing it. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but if whew, what would Hardcastle like in the James Bond hmm. universe? 
I, I think, feel like he's the kind of guy who doesn't like a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like anything. I think he would like Twin Peaks for the crime element. I mean, he's a magistrate. He'd probably be like, mystery, we got to figure it out. And then I think he would like Blue Velvet for kind of the, the same reasons. Yeah. I could see him listening to the soundtrack. Yeah, definitely. Because he seems like a person who needs like a good moody Mood music. I mean, <laughs> we found him curled up by the fire drinking, I'm assuming, brandy. <laughs> totally. So definitely. Uh, if this was Northanger Abbey, would he secretly become Catherine Moreland's best friend? Because mm. she'd be scared of him at first and then realize he's not so bad and they'd be best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think they would be friends. And the way it would happen was she would be so into the fact that he like solves crimes and stuff. And he would be very much like, oh, little girl, don't bother me. And then she would be <laughs> her normal Catherine Moreland amazing self and win him over. And he'd be like, fine, you can be my uh, apprentice. Magistrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I was thinking of a new way to sort people. And Ooh. I don't know if you are familiar with it yet, but I will. Okay try to do it like the astrology one you know eventually we'll we'll be better at it but Mm -hmm. i've you know i used to do the like the well i've done it a couple times the tarot david lynch and twin peaks i mean jane austen and david lynch Uh and i always thought it'd be cool because there's a jane austen tarot deck and there are about a million twin peaks tarot decks right but i thought i've i've just been thinking about tarot deck that would be cool would be like each card was like one way was a Jane Austen. And if you turned it over, it'd be like a mm. David Lynch. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe we can like kind of sort characters into mm-hmm. tarot cards. So Ooh, I like that. I do have a tarot deck that you gave me so I could uh, yeah. <laughs> look through and educate myself. Okay. Okay. So Hardcastle. I mean, I don't think I know enough about him to know like, would he be, I, I doubt he'd be a major arcana card just because he's not a major character. But if right. he was a major arcana card, maybe like justice or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, um, judgment. Yeah. I like but the judgment. If we're doing minor arcana, I think maybe a swords. Swords are kind of like the deck. I mean, the mm-hmm. suit, like, there's a lot of landmines in swords. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely more negative cards than there are positive cards in the swords deck okay so you wanted to know what the eight of swords means mm-hmm. this says it comes as a warning that your thoughts and beliefs are no longer serving you mm-hmm. i got imprisonment entrapment self-victimization mm. okay so that's like someone who's kind of like paralyzed by choices hold on that's not the right one nine of swords suggests that dark thoughts and disturbing feelings are weighing you down okay let's go with king of swords for this one king of swords probably won't be our permanent king of swords but i think head over heart discipline Mm -hmm. truth and if you reverse it it's manipulative cruel weakness so Mm. i just feel like it's like a judgment kind of a position and you're yeah. using your head over your heart. So let's go with King of Swords for him. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. It's almost like uh, he's in such a position of power to have all those yeah. traits. So you can't really match up the astrology and the tarot necessarily because I feel like he's more of a earth when it mm-hmm. comes to astrology, but more of a like air when it comes to tarot. tarot. Anyway. <laughs> 
I'm going to look at my little guide and start familiarizing myself for next episode. Yeah, yeah. that'll be awesome. We'll do some tarot readings for each other. We'll be practice. And we mm, can, I like you know, that. Get some ideas. Mm-hmm. I guess we have time to do a recommendation if you want. Unless you want sure. to do it. Well, we don't need to do a final thought because this is only the first episode. <laughs> right. That's fine with me. Yeah. Recommendation. Do you have one or would you like me to go first? Have I recommended Cozy Grove already on here? My ghost bear game? I, I, don't, have it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think you've only talked to Josh and I about it. Okay. Well, if I did, it was probably months ago and I'm getting very, <laughs> I've been playing it consistently. <laughs> it's like an Animal Crossing game mm-hmm. type of a game, but it's about ghost bears and you're like a spirit scout and you're trying to like mm-hmm. ascend these ghosts to the next <laughs> dimension at first it was just like you know find stuff gather resources do little tasks and then it started to get weird because <laughs> as the bears started to ascend or like get mm, their heart meter filled up or whatever they start mm-hmm. to tell you their actual stories and they're mm. extremely tragic a lot of the time and <laughs> way deeper than you're expecting them to be and then they turn into this golden bear once they've reached it and eventually they'll be like hey i'm just gonna move on to heaven now and a new bear <laughs> is gonna come take my place and Interesting. i started getting like ancient kings and revolutionaries and it's very oh, wow very surprisingly weird and halfway through the game you win <laughs> the credits roll and you go <laughs> back to playing it later <laughs> oh cool i enjoy games that are like that where they're like yeah you won but there's still more stuff to do <laughs> yeah i like it because it kind of is like a little bit every day but it does kind of feel like i will eventually win <laughs> so right <laughs> <laughs> most of those games where i'm like well it's just gonna be this monotonous thing over and over i'm like right okay, i'm not into it but yeah this one is keeping me interested i've been doing it for like three months it's you know it's only like half an hour's worth of tasks to do a day so. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool though i like i enjoy those kind of games there's another one that i've heard is really good called spirit fair i think oh, and i think uh-huh. it's very similar in the fact that like you know you help these i think they're animals too animals people like ascend into like full completeness and that they move on. Um, <laughs> so weird. Seems to be a, a through line. <laughs> but I it enjoy those games. <laughs> Just having like tasks to do each day and you're like, okay, I have these things yeah. to complete. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> For my recommendation, I'm going to recommend a musical album called Natural Brown Prom Queen by Sudan Archives. And it just came out, I think last week. For me, which would be September, <laughs> like 12. But it's very, very, very good. Uh, Student Archives, um, I believe it's just, I don't know if she is accompanied by anyone else, but um, her name's Brittany Parks. And she's kind of like this R&B, like alternative kind of artist. And she's just really cool. And her music is really, really interesting. It reminds me a lot, if you're a fan of Santi Gold, it reminds me a little bit of like Santi Gold, music but i really love it i think my favorite one right now is homesick if you're gonna listen to it so cool just give it a, give it a listen to uh i think it was pitchfork gave it a nine out of ten so she's high praise poised, yeah poised to be the next <laughs> the next big alternative r&b artist that's awesome <laughs> yeah i love her a lot so give her give her a try yeah 
Ooh, here's a random recommendation. Mm-hmm. If you want something really creepy and you haven't Ooh. already heard of this, there's this new <laughs> internet thing that just was born <laughs> or oh. you know, urban legend that was recently born mm-hmm. called Loab, L-O-A-B. And it started off with like a Twitter thread. It's like this art of AI generated art that is very creepy and anyway it's a really cool interesting story so if you're looking for like a spooky internet story look that up Mm. there's a ton of articles about it right now because it's you know brand spanking new i was like hey i'm ahead of the curve for once (laughs) (laughs) that sounds scary and creepy i'll have to check that out yeah it has a lot of really creepy images but Mm. (laughs) it's interesting okay well that's it for today we'll be back next week with part two or episode two. Yes. Excited. See where we're and going. Next week will also be our three year anniversary. <gasps> what? That's crazy. Is it three years or four? It's got three years, right? Yeah, three, three years. years. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy to think about. I know. Well, we'll have to remember to celebrate. Yes. To <laughs> cue the, the champagne poppy noise. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all very much. Bye. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at mannersandmadness at gmail.com. You can DM us on Twitter at mannersmadness or on Instagram at mannersandmadnesspod. Or you can leave a one minute voicemail on our website at mannersandmadness.com. And if you would like to support the show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you prefer. We also have a donate button on our website, mannersandmadness.com. Yes. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.